coming up on the Keto Camp Podcast, seven reasons why people fail on the keto diet. Something that I really want you to understand is that keto is not a diet. Keto is a metabolic state. Keto is a process in the body and it's been around since humans have been around. When the carbohydrates get low enough in the diet, guess what happens? The body will start to break down fat, break down triglycerides, and it'll tell the liver to produce ketones to fuel the brain. You feel like a rock star, it's anti-inflammatory, it turns on longevity genes, there's so many benefits to it. I'm a certified functional health practitioner who's on a mission to educate one billion people. I've been obese for most of my life. From rock bottom to the top of the mountain, I am passionate about studying ancient healing strategies like fasting and the ketogenic diet and curating this information on the Keto Camp podcast. My goal is to bring you the thought leaders in this space. My name is Ben Azadi, and I want to thank you for spending part of your day with me. Hello, Keto Campers. Look, this episode is very important for anybody who is considering doing the keto diet, or you've done it in the past, didn't get the results you want, or you're doing it right now and not getting the results you want. I have been following a ketogenic lifestyle and teaching it since 2013, back when it was not as popular as it is today. Today, you go on Dr. Google, you get 183 million results for the term, what is the keto diet? So what comes with that is a lot of information, a lot of bad information. So I have dissected and put together the top seven reasons why people fail. Not only that, I'm giving you seven solutions for each reason. The last reason on my list will come as a shocker to many of you, and you might have heard differently from other folks teaching keto, but this is my truth, this is my perspective, and I can't wait to share it all with you today. Before I do, I wanna thank you for being on the podcast. If you're new, Welcome. We are on a mission here at Keto Camp to educate, to inspire 1 billion people on planet Earth, and you being on this podcast helps us accomplish this mission. Please take a moment here to leave the show a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, Apple iTunes, if you haven't done so already. It really helps out. And take a screenshot. I love it when you guys do this. Take a screenshot of the episode and post it on Instagram. Tag me in that post. I'll see it. I share it. My Instagram handle is at TheBenazadi. That is T-H-E-B-E-N-A-Z-A-D-I. I'm going to get into the tips here. Before I do, I want to send you a couple of free resources. Number one, I do have a 12-page ebook that teaches you how to do keto and fasting the right way. You can find that over at KetoKickStartGuide.com. Number two free resource is my best-selling book on intermittent fasting called The Intermittent Fasting Cheat Sheet. You can get that for free over at fastingcheatsheet.com. And a lot of the supplements I'm mentioning on this podcast episode can be found at ketocampkit.com. This episode of the Keto Camp Podcast is sponsored by my friends over at the Fresh Pressed Olive Oil Club. I love this olive oil, anti-inflammatory. I use it for salad, dressings, and dips. And uh, sometimes I just have it during a fast to help with my hunger hormone ghrelin. 
It's loaded, as I mentioned, in polyphenols and antioxidants, and you could get a $39 bottle of this delicious olive oil for one buck. Head over to ketocampoliveoil.com. That's camp with a K, ketocampoliveoil.com. All right, let's get into this episode, and I'll break down seven reasons why people fail on keto. So it turns out there's seven reasons why people fail on the ketogenic diet. First and foremost, I have been following and teaching a ketogenic lifestyle since 2013. After I made my transition from being a strict vegan, yes, I was a strict vegan. I talk about it in my book, Perfect Perfect Health Booklet. I was a strict vegan for a year and a half, and it helped at first, and then it did much more harm towards the second half of being a vegan. So I transitioned into the ketogenic diet. I started following guys like Jeff Volick, Stephen Finney, Dr. Pampa, and uh, Mark Sisson, and Jimmy Moore, and I started to experiment. So keep in mind, I've been following this approach and teaching it for quite some time before it became a fad. And I have seven reasons why people are going to fail, and I've seen them fail on the ketogenic diet. So the first reason here is going to be something called electrolyte dumping. What does that mean? It's important to understand this. When you make the transition from being a sugar burner, from being using glucose as your primary fuel source to burning fat, this is what's going to happen. Your kidneys are going to release a lot of excess water weight. This is great because you're going to feel lighter. It's going to show up on the scale as less weight. All good things. However, what goes along with that dump is your electrolytes. The kidneys will release and you'll lose a lot of electrolytes. So the number one reason why somebody will get what's called the keto flu, which is really two things. It's really carbohydrate withdrawal symptoms and an electrolyte deficiency. So it's very important to strategically replenish your electrolytes on the ketogenic diet. Even if you've been doing it for months, you got to still keep this going because that's going to help your body function better. You're going to feel better It's going to eliminate fatigue. It's going to eliminate some of the negative connotations that keto might get. So I recommend doing this. Drink the keto cocktail every day. If you want to have it in the morning, that's great. Just keep in mind it does break the fast. The keto cocktail, write this down. If you're following the ketogenic diet, drink this every single day. It's going to make a big difference for you. 16 ounces of water. You're also going to put two tablespoons of apple cider vinegar, one teaspoon, or excuse me, one tablespoon of cream of tartar, and then a pinch of sea salt. You're going to mix it all together. You're going to drink that. That's going to be a great way to replenish your electrolytes so you feel great on keto. Something else to consider, if you drink coffee, which I do, I have my my coffee right here. If you see my Keto Camp mug, if you're watching the video here, it's important to put sea salt in your coffee. Put sea salt in your coffee because coffee is a diuretic meaning you're going to lose more electrolytes with coffee. So throw in some sea salt. As you lose the electrolytes with coffee, you get it right back. I always put sea salt in my fatty cup of coffee. So that's the first thing right there. Consider this concept called electrolyte dumping and be ahead of the curve. And as you lose the electrolytes, replenish and you'll feel so much better. Second reason why I see people struggle and fail on the keto diet is going to be toxins. Toxins are being released when you're on keto. So I would put, um, going back to your question, how much sea salt? I put a pinch. I put a pinch of sea salt in my cup of coffee. I don't really measure that, but just a pinch or two. I use Redmond's Real Salt. That's my go-to. So here's something to really understand. Anybody who's going through weight loss, 
which you will when you go on a ketogenic approach. Our cells, our fat cells, store toxins. These toxins, they bioaccumulate over time. The body is so freaking smart. This is what it does. When toxins enter the body via breathing it, eating it, drinking it, touching our skin, when toxins enter the bloodstream, the body is so smart. The body is so sophisticated. All it wants to do is survive. So it will not let those toxins enter our vital organs like our heart and our brain. So what it's going to do is actually create fat cells and enlarge your current fat cells for these toxins to go into and have a house and a place to stay. There's a process that's activated when toxins enter your body called the PPARY pathway. All you got to know is that your body is creating fat cells and enlarging fat cells when toxins enter your body to keep those toxins away from vital organs and keep them in your fat cells. This is very important to understand because when you are following a ketogenic diet, you are going to burn fat for fuel. Two thumbs up. We love that. We want that. However, your body does not know how to burn toxins. So a, what will happen is you'll get a release of toxins into your bloodstream and you're going to feel like crap and you're going to say, keto is not for me. I'm out of here. The, that's not the solution. The solution is to have a detoxification protocol in place. I recommend taking a supplement like Bind, B-I-N-D, before bed, take about four to five before bed, what that's going to do, it sits in the gut, and as your liver dumps bile overnight, because your liver is very active, what's with the bile is those toxins. So Bind is like a catcher's mitt that will catch those toxins in the gut and take them out of the body and put them into the toilet. So Bind is a great supplement. Keep in mind, I'm going to put um, there's a link you can go to. I'm going to put all these supplements that I'm mentioning at ketocampkit.com. So if you want to learn a little bit more about what I'm teaching here and get those supplements, go to ketocampkit.com. The second thing to do to remove toxins from the body is to stimulate healthy bioflow. This is actually going to get to my third reason why people fail on the keto diet. And that is actually, this is actually the most common reason why people feel like crap on keto. And that's the fact that most people have sluggish bile. Okay, I just mentioned what bile does. Your liver produces bile. Bile is like a detergent that breaks down fat and helps your body uh, assimilate all the nutrients and the healthy fat you're eating on keto. And whatever is uh, uh, left over is stored in the gallbladder, and then the gallbladder releases it, and it's a very fine-tuned system. Most people don't even have a gallbladder. It's one of the most... Um, top surgeries in the U.S. is the gallbladder removal, which is a shame because it's a very important organ. So it's important to stimulate healthy bile flow on the ketogenic diet. Number one, to remove those toxins that could cause havoc. Number two, to break down and assimilate all the fat you're eating on keto. So I have a list for you of the top 12 bitter-rich foods that stimulate healthy bile production to break down fat. So I hope you're taking notes here. If you're driving or you're somewhere where you can't stop, come back and write this down. Here are the top 12 bitter-rich foods you got to include with your keto diet, which will help you feel so much better and accelerate your results. Number one, organic, mold-free, shade-grown coffee. I have mine right here. I get mine from Purity Coffee. If you go to ketocampcoffee.com and use KetoCamp at checkout, you'll get 10% off. But that's a great way to stimulate healthy bile flow. Make sure it's organic. Make sure it's quality. Number two, dark chocolate. 85% or more can stimulate healthy bioflow. Just don't overdo it. Dill, ginger and ginger tea. 
radicchio, dandelion greens, and dandelion tea are a great way to stimulate bile flow. Peppermint, peppermint tea, citrus like lemons and limes are fantastic. Put it on your meats, put it in your, uh, your, your water. It's a fantastic way to stimulate healthy bile flow. Apple cider vinegar is also great. I personally hate the taste of apple cider vinegar. It, I just don't enjoy it. So I take apple cider vinegar in the form of a capsule from Paleo Valley. They make a great apple cider vinegar capsule. It has turmeric. It has some other herbs like ginger in it, which are, uh, and it helps stimulate bioflow. So if you go to paleovalley.com and use KetoCamp10 at checkout, you'll get 10% off of that. And the last one on this list is artichokes. Artichokes are fantastic. I also recommend if you're just starting with keto and you're eating these fatty rich meals on the ketogenic diet and you're having trouble digesting it, maybe you're getting, you're getting diarrhea or you're getting some stomach distress, take two ox bile supplements before your fatty meals. I take mine in the form of systemic formulas, D-Digest. Again, if you go to ketocampkit.com, you can see that listed on there. And then a little bonus tip for you, especially if you don't have a gallbladder, is to utilize MCTs, medium chain triglycerides. So something like MCT oil would be fantastic because MCT oil does not require bile to be stimulated. It actually bypasses digestion and it's quickly used for quick energy within the mitochondria of your cells. So if you're not using MCT oil, you're missing out. Throw it in your coffee, just make sure you go low and slow because it could create some distress in the gut if you have too much MCT oil too soon it'll send you to the bathroom with disaster pants. So make sure you go low and slow with that. So those are the first three tips. I have a few more for you. Uh, number four, reason why people fail on the ketogenic diet, it's because they chase ketones instead of chasing results. That's not what we teach here at Keto Camp. Here at Keto Camp, we teach you to not chase ketones, to chase results instead. Something that I really want you to understand is that keto is not a diet. Keto is a metabolic state. Keto is a process in the body and it's been around since humans have been around. When the carbohydrates get low enough in the diet, guess what happens? The body will start to break down fat, break down triglycerides, and it'll tell the liver to produce ketones to fuel the brain. You feel like a rock star, it's anti-inflammatory, it turns on longevity genes, there's so many benefits to it. So the goal is not to necessarily have high amounts of ketones the same way we don't want high amounts of glucose in the body. There is a sweet spot, and here's the range. I hope you could write this down. First of all, the most accurate way to test your ketones, it's not urine, it's not breath. It's going to be your blood. I love the folks over at Keto Mojo. I have them on my ketocampkit.com. They make a great device. I actually have it right here. Here's um, Keto Mojo if you're watching the video here. They make a great device and you can connect it to your Bluetooth, but here's the sweet spot. So write this down, make sure you're hitting your numbers here. If you hit these numbers, you're gonna feel so much better on the keto diet. The optimal range that I have found for myself and working with thousands of clients is somewhere between 0.8 and 2.5. That is a sweet spot for blood ketones. As long as you're not doing a fast more than 24 hours, then you'll see it increase, which is not a bad thing. The optimal range for glucose, your fasting glucose, blood, is going to be 70 to 90. That's where we want it to be. So if you can hit those markers, you're going to feel so much better. Just keep in mind, we don't chase ketones. 
we chase results. You don't have to stuff your mouth with all these fats and oils just to get that 70% of fat that the, keto, the ketogenic diet requires to get into ketosis. Because keep in mind, that fat percentage does not have to come from food. It could come from your hips and your thighs. It could come from your body fat, especially if you have extra body fat to lose. Let your body do its thing. So that's the fourth tip there. It's the fact that people chase ketones instead of chasing health. Look, you could go to McDonald's and ask for a Big Mac without the bun and be in ketosis. That's not going to get you long-term results. Every time I teach, I'm teaching with the lens of health and longevity. The mission here at Keto Camp is to educate and inspire 1 billion people to live a long, healthy life. And that's the goal, not to just get into ketosis and increase inflammation. Hey, I want to interrupt this episode real quick to let you know that I am here drinking my delicious Purity Coffee. It is the world's healthiest keto coffee beans. They are have the highest antioxidants. They are mold-free. They tested these keto coffee beans from Purity Coffee against the top 40 brands out there. And keto Purity Coffee won hands down, not just with quality, but also taste. And I partnered with Purity Coffee to get an affiliate link for Keto Campers. If you head over to www.ketocampcoffee.com, put Keto Camp at checkout, you'll get 10% off of your coffee beans. I get mine delivered to me every single month on auto ship so I don't have to think about it. In fact, I have it right here in front of me, a delicious warm cup of this delicious coffee with MCT oil and some grass-fed ghee. Oh my gosh, that is a powerful fatty coffee to power you through the day so you don't have to rely on unhealthy keto meals. Head over to www.ketocampcoffee.com and put Keto Camp at checkout and get your bag of beans delivered to your door. All right, let's get back to this episode. The number five reason why people fail on the keto diet is going to be they don't have a support system in place. We become our environment. There's two things I'm going to share with you. I don't know if you heard this story about this young boy who got lost into the wilderness and he was raised by a pack of dogs for over a year. They found this boy and when they found this boy, he was barking. He thought he was a dog because he became his environment. If you hang around the barbershop enough times, you're going to get cut. If you hang around dogs all the time, you're going to get fleas. We become our environment. It's so important to be selective. And I'm going to share an exercise with you soon that made a big difference in my life and how to be selective. But I want you to understand that when we have people in our life who are telling you, hey, keto is a fad. Keto is going to cause a heart attack. Intermittent fasting is dangerous. When we have all this negative chatter, it's going to be very difficult. We want to be very selective because we become our environment. You hang around five people who are telling you that keto is dangerous and fasting is dangerous and they're unhealthy and they're broke, then chances are you're going to be the sixth person in that group. So proximity can be power and proximity can also be the opposite of that and it can, can destroy you. So the question I want to ask you is this, who are the crabs in your life? And what do I mean by that? You may have heard me share this story before. It turns out you could put 20 crabs in a bucket without a lid, leave that those crabs in that bucket overnight, come back the next morning, all 20 crabs will still be there. Why? Because anytime a crab tries to escape, all the other crabs will claw, claw back at it, drag it back down, and will not let that crab escape. So who are the crabs in your life? Who are the people who are draining you? How do you know? Well, after you have a conversation with somebody, do you feel charged up or do you feel drained? 
Here's a powerful exercise I want you to do that will make a big difference in your life. Grab a piece of paper. By the way, I learned this from uh, Grant Cardone, who's Mr. 10X. His wife, by the way, Elena Cardone, is coming here on Monday to Keto Camp HQ. I'm interviewing her for the Keto Camp podcast. But here's an exercise I got from him. Grab a piece of paper, blank piece of paper, draw a line down the middle. On the left side, you're going to write everybody in your life who is charging you up, who is supporting you, who is cheering you on. You're going to be shocked how short that list is, I imagine. At least it was for me. So write down all the people on the left of that piece of paper who are supporting you, who are charging you up, that you feel are giving you, uh, helping you get to where you want to get to in life. On the right side, put all the people in your life who are doing the opposite, who are not <laughs> lifting you up, who, are, who you feel drained after speaking to. And after you have determined this list, spend more time with the people who are supportive. Spend more time on the left side of this list. Look, I'm not saying you got to get rid of family members and friends. I'm saying you got to see them less often and just don't spend as much time with them when you do see them. It's going to be important to support your environment with people. Surround yourself with people who are going to uplift you. So that's the number five reason why I see people fail on the ketogenic diet. They have no support system in place. Number six here, I have two more tips for you. Number six is that they snack too much. Look, even if you're eating keto-friendly foods, whenever you snack, you raise glucose and insulin. And whenever you raise glucose and insulin, this is a meal to the body. You're telling your body to be in a fed state, in a fat storage state, and we're not meant to be eating so often. You may have seen a video I just recently posted. The average American eats 17 to 21 times per day, okay? I'm saying this. They're grabbing a handful of almonds, right, keto-friendly macadamia nuts, keto-friendly, yogurt, keto-friendly. But every time you do that, it's a meal to the body. And the average person does this 17 to 21 times per day. They're always calling insulin. Insulin is the only fat storage hormone that we have. And insulin is the bully of the block because we have at least fat, because we have at least eight fat-burning hormones that we know of, but only one fat storage hormone, that's insulin. But when insulin is called into the playground, those fat storage hormones are scattering, they're gone, they're bye-bye. So it's important to pair intermittent fasting with your ketogenic diet, with your ketogenic lifestyle. That'll go a long way. Have your feasting window and have your fasting window. That's the way we were designed to be. All 70 trillion cells in the body, your DNA, are hardwired for the old school. We are so abundantly blessed, at least those of you who are listening and you live in a first world country like I do in America, we're so blessed to have food just readily available to us. I mean, come on, I could just hit a phone, uh, an app on my phone from Uber Eats and I'll have a millennial knocking on my door with a bag full of food. So it's so difficult these days to mimic our ancestors, but we got to do it if you want to get amazing results in life with your health. So I recommend pairing intermittent fasting, have your feasting window have your fasting window. If you have enough protein and fat with your meal and you eat until full, there is no need to snack in between your meals. So that's the number six tip right there. I have the final tip here for you. This might come as a shocker if you haven't been following my work. And that's going to be that the number seven reason why most people fail on the ketogenic diet is that they stay in ketosis too long. Okay, how long is too long? Well, it depends on the person. It could be three months for some person, six months for the other. 
But the reason why we don't want to stay in ketosis is because there's not one ancient culture in the history of this world that ever stayed in ketosis long term. There's not one diet that anybody followed long term. So we want to actually mimic our ancestors because when our ancestors came across fruit, came across honey, do you think they said, oh, no, we're keto. We're not going to eat that. (laughs) No, they ate it and they feasted and they enjoyed the heck out of it. Two problems occur when you stay in ketosis too long. Number one, your insulin receptors become blunted. So this is a different form of insulin resistance. What happens is that the body, you've only taught the body to burn fat for fuel. And the body, like I mentioned earlier, all it wants to do is survive. So it's going to slow down fat burning to preserve its precious fuel source, fat. So the body will send a signal to your cells to insert water, and it will blunt your insulin receptors so it slows down fat burning and creates that dimply fat around your stomach, around your hips and thighs. Not good. So we don't want that. So when we incorporate something called a flex day, and I teach this in the Keto Camp Academy, how to do it the right way. I teach you four ways to practice keto flexing. That's a great way to ramp up fat burning and continue getting long-term keto results. The analogy that I'm going to share with you, I got from my coach, Dr. Pampa, who I'm interviewing tomorrow for the second time of the Keto Camp Podcast, on the Keto Camp Podcast. Here is the analogy. When you're in ketosis too long, it's like storing 20 logs of firewood in the summer to get ready for the cold winter month ahead. So you have 20 logs, you know winter is gonna come around the corner and then now winter rolls around. Are you gonna be very motivated to burn all those 20 logs when you have three to four months of cold weather? Of course not. You are gonna only burn what you wanna burn to get by. You're gonna slow down the burning of the firewood. That's what your body does when you're in ketosis too long. But when you incorporate what I call a keto flex day and you do it the right way, That's like your buddy coming over and dropping 200 logs of firewood. Now what are you going to do? You're going to be like, heck yeah, let's burn this firewood. Let's keep this going. That's what happens when you have a flex day. Your body ramps up fat burning so you can continue getting results. The second problem with staying in ketosis too long is there could be a dysfunction in the thyroid hormone T3. Because T4, which is the stored form of thyroid, needs to be converted to T3, which is the active form of thyroid, and then that gets sent to your cells and your cell receptor sites. Every cell has a receptor site for thyroid hormone T3. T3 helps you burn fat, helps you feel good, helps you look good. When you get, so let me me ask you this question. What do you think helps with that conversion from T4 to T3? Insulin. So that's why we don't want chronically low levels of insulin because that conversion becomes compromised all of a sudden we don't feel so good. So we want to make sure from time to time, we're having a healthy spike of insulin with that flex day. A flex day is not for you to just eat a whole bunch of crap. It's for you to have high healthy carbs, 100 to 200 grams of quality carbs. So it's kind of low carb-ish, paleo-ish, but it teaches your body to ramp up fat burning and make that conversion. And you're going to feel so much better when you do so. So those are the seven reasons why people fail on the ketogenic diet. A resource, I have two resources for you that are free. Head over to ketocampkit.com and you can see some of the supplements mentioned on this podcast. And also, if you want to get a free 12-page ebook that's going to teach you more about keto and keto flexing, head over to ketokickstartguide.com and get that for free. That's ketokickstartguide.com. Look, a lot of this information can be complicated. And it's very hard to kind of piece this all together. I get it. I understand. My goal is not to confuse you. My goal is to kind of show you the way so you can get amazing results. 
I have my online program called the Keto Camp Academy. There's over 125 videos teaching you how to do keto and fasting the right way, how to do keto flexing. You also get a monthly coaching call with me, and you get this for about $1 per day. That's right. You could try this out for free. Head over to ketocampacademy.com. Get signed up for a free seven-day trial. It's going to be the best health program you've ever been a part of. We have an outstanding group of people in this academy. I love them so much, and there's a lot of time and energy we put into this program. So get signed up. I'd love to coach you, and let's do keto the right way. And head over to youtube.com slash ketocamp to get a lot of videos, a lot of free resources for you, and a reminder to take a screenshot of this episode and tag me on Instagram at thebenazadi, T-H-E-B-E-N-A-Z-A-D-I. I'll see it, and I'll share it. I want to thank you so much for listening to this entire episode. Leave a review if you can, and you'll hear me on the next one. This podcast is for information purposes only. Statements and views expressed on this podcast are not medical advice. This podcast, including Benazadi, disclaim responsibility from any possible adverse effects from the use of information contained herein. Opinions of guests are their own, and this podcast does not accept responsibility of statements made by guests. This podcast does not make any representations or warranties about guest qualifications or credibility. Individuals on this podcast may have a direct or non-direct interest in products or services referred to herein. If you think you have a medical problem, consult a licensed physician.